You're listening to the news on the Progressive Radio Network. I'm Paul DiRienzo. New York City voters went to the polls on Tuesday to choose candidates for city council and primaries for November's general election. To accommodate redistricting, the usual four-year terms were cut in half. In heavily Democratic New York, a win in the Democratic primary usually means an easy win in November. Early winners included incumbent Christopher Marty in Lower Manhattan and Central Park 5 defendant Yusef Salam in Harlem. In world news, Alexander Lukashenko, the leader of Belarus, welcomed the boss of the Wagner mercenary group Yevgeny Prigozhin into exile on Tuesday. The Wagner group leader led a short-lived revolt that brought his troops within 200 miles of Moscow earlier this week before he called off the mutiny and accepted exile in Belarus. In national headlines, on Friday, DeKalb County, Georgia District Attorney Sherry Boston announced she was withdrawing from a rare multi-jurisdictional prosecution against 42 protesters charged with domestic terrorism. They were involved in a demonstration against a planned police training center known to locals as Cop City. In an interview with WABE Radio in Atlanta over the weekend, Boston said it was clear to both offices they had different prosecution philosophies. We had some some differences, and when I say we, I mean myself in the Attorney General's office, about who should be charged and what they should be charged with. If we can, to how much you can provide. You know, the value set of our office is that I will only proceed on cases that I believe that I can make um, beyond a reasonable doubt. And we only charge those cases in the DeKalb County District Attorney's office. And so um, in order for me to continue to live up to um, the values of our office and my prosecution approach, Mm -hmm. um, I have to I have to stick with that value. The decision to end the county's participation in the prosecution of the protesters came on the heels of a writ of habeas corpus filed by a group of lawyers who argue the use of domestic terrorism law against the mostly peaceful protest is unconstitutional. One of the lawyers filing the writ is New York's own Stanley Cohen. I have no specific knowledge of why the district attorney of DeKalb County withdrew, but I'd like to think that it's not mere in, uh, coincidence that she withdrew not long after we had filed an extensive brief in support of our request for habeas corpus because it highlighted the procedural and substantive issues that are attended. What will be interesting to see is whether under the new Georgia statute, where the legislature has empowered Kemp to appoint a committee of five representatives to pick and choose whether they wish to remove county prosecutors because they believe they're not obeying the law. Attorney Stanley Cohen. And you're listening to a news brief. I'm Paul Durienzo for the Progressive Radio Network. Closer to home. Scores of tenants and supporters from New York City Housing Authority buildings in Chelsea on the west side of Manhattan say plans to demolish and rebuild their homes make their displacement highly probable. The rally happened at the Elliott Chelsea Houses on West 26th Street, where a non-biting vote had been organized by developers related in essence development. Tenants opposed to the plan spoke out as a few supporters of the project claimed the buildings were dilapidated and had to go. Many residents say they're happy where they are and fear trying to survive on fixed incomes in New York's merciless real estate market. 
They came in here talking about that they had a path, that they were going to renovate the buildings. They sat with us in the apartments. They gave a lot of promises. And then all of a sudden they came down, oh, we're going to destroy. We're going to build them. They're too old. We can't fix them. And you know what? They just lied to us. NYCHA housing is a mess. The city says it needs $40 billion to properly rehabilitate what was once a premier housing program for the poor. The city wants the private companies to manage its public housing. Some claim the seniors, low and middle income workers, and people of color in the projects are a recipe for displacement. Civil rights attorney and homeless advocate Norman Siegel showed up to observe the vote. He says the lack of transparency in how the vote was organized casts a shadow over any results. But it seems to me that the process could have been uh, seriously undermining the premise that a majority of the people in the two NYCHA projects were in favor of demolition. Homeless advocate Norman Siegel. Siegel adds whatever the outcome of any demolition must be approved under the city's unified land use review process. Finally, air quality in the Northeast is expected to get worse as smoke from wildfires in Canada head this way. Already, Chicago has taken the title of worst air quality in the world. For the Progressive Radio Network, I'm Paul DiRienzo.